Um, okay, this is the uh, intro for the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the official Whatever Happened to Robot Jones podcast. <laughs> Um, wow. I, I, <laughs> I, I am your host, Struffily, aka okay, Sam. I, I didn't know I was supposed to make up a fake name, but I'm Blake. <laughs> I'm, I'm running from the IRS. Uh, and I believe, is this the first one of the new year? Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Welcome Louis, to 11 days into 2022. Well, well welcome to 2020 part three. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's fucking epic, isn't it? it? Really is. I apologize if you can hear my dogs in the background. Yeah, we got some special guests. <laughs> yeah, so uh we're basically just gonna bullshit talk about what we're looking forward to this year. And um, I mean most of the episode is probably just gonna be like nothing good, but uh um, yeah, nothing. There's no movies coming out this year. <laughs> Cause I was looking at the list and I'm like, okay, well, we got sequel reboot sequel, sequel <laughs> adaptation adaptation which like think, is nothing new right yeah on the list of ones that i wrote down for what i'm looking forward to i think there's two of them are original movies yeah um but before we get on all that uh a lot has happened in the everyone's dead weekend so well first of all everyone's dead yeah um every celebrity in, in the same week we have lost betty white Peter Bogdanovich, Sidney Poitier, and Bob Saget. Like, I, I can't even wrap my head around this. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, Bob Saget was the most unpredictable of all of all those. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? He was 65. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I still haven't seen anything if they figured out, like, why he died yet. But I'm sure it'll come out eventually. Yeah. I, it's really, really sad. I I have loved him and pretty much... Ever since, like, I saw that video of him performing at Danger Fields in like the '80s, I lo- I've loved him, and obviously, everyone grew up watching Full House, and uh, I also loved him on Entourage. He had a great mm. uh, recurring cameo role uh, where he just played a complete asshole, um, <laughs> and uh, his stand-up specials are great too. Uh, what's that one that I saw? I think it was like, I think it was like mid two thousands, but. He, yeah, he really like it's amazing how he he managed to go from playing wholesome TV dad to like this this great dirty comic and still managed to keep the two worlds separate. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, he was fucking great. Um I was still barely over losing Norm Macdonald and now we Yeah. Fuck yeah. Sag. <laughs> what the fuck? Mm. And Betty White was what just like a week or two shy of a hundred. Yeah, I think her her birthday's like next week or something. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that <laughs> obviously that one is sad, but she lived quite a life, yeah. you know. Well, like, she that's... was it was always every time a celebrity died, it would be like, Oh, well, Betty White outlived another one. Yeah, I and can't tell it you it was finally her turn. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I would see her name trend on Twitter. It'd be like every three weeks. I would just see Betty White. I'm like, oh, great. Today's the day. And uh, and eventually <laughs> it was the day. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, and yeah, Peter Bogdanovich dying. Uh, I loved all his work and and uh, Sidney Poitier. I mean, I know he was up there, but uh, it, I mean, In the Heat of the Night is like one of my favorite movies. He he did he did a lot for black cinema too. Um, it was it was really sad to lose him, but yeah. So basically, everyone is dying, and uh, I guess we just got to accept it. Yep. Everyone's dead. <laughs> Pretty <Moving> epic. <laughs> Pretty epic. Uh, moving on. Uh, really upset that. Well, I guess this would kind of bleed into the most anticipated. So I'll hold off on this. But did you see that um, they announced the new Final Destination? I did not. I didn't realize they were making another one. Yeah, and I think I feel it's like coming... I heard something about it. I think it's coming right to HBO Max. Let me see. Okay. Uh, it's going to be by John Watts, who did No Way Home. And oh, yeah, it's going, to H- it's going to HBO Max. Yeah, that's a oh, strange well, uh, leap from No Way Home to. Oh, wait, I at first I, I thought it's a director, but I, now it's his producer. OK, so he's going to be a producer. Um, in, Interesting, though, well, I, I, I always if you go on IMDb, it has him as the director. Oh, so what is he just like every role? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like Norbit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, Final Destination is is a series that it's much like Saw. You know, I, I I tend to enjoy them all because I like the concept at its core. That like even if it sucks, I'm like oh, okay. I I don't feel like I wasted too much time watching. Yeah, you're guaranteed to get some funny or cool like kill sequences no matter what so it's like the rest of the story really doesn't matter yeah yeah so that that that's cool because that that was like a shadow drop i had no idea that was even the yeah. pipeline yeah mm. uh did you happen to catch that harry potter reunion no i heard it was good though but i i haven't had a chance to watch it yet yeah i i liked it, it, it it's it's one of those things though where um with a lot of the reunion shows, uh, this one was kind of the worst about it. A lot of them will share heartfelt moments and discuss what it was like behind the scenes and the impact the cast and um, creators had on their lives. But in the Harry Potter one, it kind of just seemed like they would go from person to person and just be like, and it was a tremendous experience. And, and, and like they would just like repeat the same word vomit. Um, I mean, the production value on it was cool and it was nice to see some behind the scenes shit, but they didn't really go into as much as I thought they were gonna. But I mean, obviously, like if you're a fan of the movies, it, it was it was great to realize that you're basically a decrepit piece of shit because the series is now 20. I mean, years I didn't old. need the, re- the reunion to tell me that yeah. I already knew that. Yeah, if you didn't need the um, <laughs> your spine just crumbling to tell you. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was it was fun. I I think the production value on it was insane, and it was it was cool seeing everyone back. So, um, you know, if you wanna if you wanna <laughs> return to Hogwarts to get some sloppy toppy, <laughs> the special is your only chance. Uh, yeah. So we also got a trailer for the Bob's Burgers movie, which mm. I don't know if you watch the show, but I love the show. I, I watch it like here and there. I haven't I haven't like sat down and watched it all the way through, but I've seen like most of it. 
Yeah, it's something that, um, again, it was another project that got announced a while ago and then they were just radio silent. And now they're like, oh, yeah, Memorial Day, it's coming out. And I really appreciate that marketing approach more. It's like, go work on the thing, then tell me it's going to come out in a few months. You know, do do not tell me it's coming out. Like, don't give me a date two years in advance and then trickle the shit like just just give me the trailer and then say it's coming out (laughs) yeah well i like it because it's like okay sometimes you see a really cool movie being announced and it's like oh okay it's coming out in 2028 all right like why did you even tell me about it (laughs) exactly so yeah i'm I'm looking forward to that too let's see did you watch that bel-air trailer (laughs) yes (laughs) okay um yeah i have thoughts i have thoughts uh, let's let's hear let you go first yeah it's well obviously the biggest one is why the fuck <laughs> the the only the only thing i will say positively about it is as much as much as it seems like a locker room melodrama i at least appreciate that they're attempting to stray away from the comedic heart of the original and they're trying to do something darker, albeit edgelord as fuck. I'm not happy (laughs) about it, but at least they're not like, let's legit reboot Fresh Prince as a sitcom and just recast so that's what I'll say about it. And yeah. I'm going to I'm going to watch it because obviously I'm curious, but I'm probably not going to like it. <laughs> you know what it is at this point? It's like I can't even look at all like the reboots and stuff and be like, why are they even making this? Because it's just inevitable that everything's going to get remade in some way yeah. nowadays that like that point has sort of become like irrelevant. Like the the why are they making it isn't even a question that studios ask themselves anymore. So there's no point everything's getting remade if you like it you're gonna see it again (laughs) yeah it's but yeah true (laughs) i i guess it is it's once you put aside that point because yeah it's inevitable yeah it is cool to see it from a different perspective i don't know if i'm gonna like it but yeah i guess you're right It, it is different i'll give them that yeah and i remember people uh complaining like Oh, Uncle Phil's skinny. It's like, all right, well, is that really your biggest complaint? <laughs> I actually think I actually kind of like who they casted for um uh Carlton and and Viv. I do not like Will's actor. I didn't I, even like really look at the cast. Who who's in it? Is it oh, anybody I, like I don't know or? name wise, but like just oh, okay. who I saw trying to um uh, harness a little bit of the energy okay i thought maybe you like knew them from other things no i I would have to watch it again which i don't plan on doing so (laughs) but yeah so that's that's a thing and i will i will watch it because why the fuck not at this point and that's all i have to say on the subject all right what what is it coming out Is, is it it's not netflix is it no, I believe it is Peacock. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And I just it's assume soon. That, I think it's next month. 
I just assume that things like that are some kind of like direct to streaming service kind of thing. So makes oh sense. yeah, I mean they they need and when I say the I mean Peacock <laughs> need a reason <laughs> for people to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that so, is the other thing. It's not like it used to be where it's like oh like this stupid like remake show is like taking up a spot on like a TV schedule that I wish something better was in. It's like they're all straight to streaming anyway. So they're very easy to ignore. So it's not too like bothersome, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. I think that was that pretty much wrapped up everything that happened in the past week or two. So yeah. Death reboots, you know, the, (laughs) the, the, the usual. Yep. Uh, the two inevitabilities of life death and reboots and uh pretty soon i give it one month we will get news on a betty white biopic (laughs) i thought you're gonna say you give it one month and we'll both be dead (laughs) (laughs) i'd like to imagine i'd live to at least 40 (laughs) i want to make it to that (laughs) all right preferably more but so yeah, who would you cast in a Betty White biopic? Who would? I feel like it's got to be a, like a comedy actress, but I don't know who. Haters will judge me, but Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have no fucking idea who I would yeah. cast in that. That's a really good question. I feel like it's it's it would have to be like one of the like SNL alumni actresses because I feel I mean depending on the like direction if they were going to make a biopic. But I feel like it's got to be someone funny because she was really funny. Oh, fuck. It's Kate McKinnon, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Honestly, like out of everyone on this uh, Google search. (laughs) Well, it sure sure as shit ain't Pete Davidson. (laughs) It's going to be Leslie Jones. It's it's (laughs) honestly, that would be be so funny that I would like them to do that. I actually I bet. (laughs) yeah um so that's pretty much everything that's happened so far uh now we'll move on to what the hell are we looking forward to in this year of shitty cinema (laughs) there's actually some good stuff coming out this year i'm not gonna lie my list I, i have quite a few on here well, first and foremost, the new Scream, which yeah, I'm yeah, that's number one. Obviously. I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset that numbers are at an all time high right now because yeah. I really, really want to see it. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. Like, not to like rant about it too much, but like, if any movie is gonna like get me to go to the movie theaters, it is Scream, and I'm not going to see this movie in the movie theater. I'm just gonna wait till it comes out. It's not worth it. That's I know that's that it's not... there's probably some like behind the scenes like bureaucratic reason why they why it's like too late to move it to a streaming release but like releasing something in theaters only right now as things just get worse and worse it's just i i feel like it's unfortunate because i think this movie's not going to make as much money as it should because of that i mean like my dog's named after scream i have a scream tattoo and i'm not going to go see it so who's who's going to go see it then yeah, it, it really, it really does boil down to like I, I hate that I hate the whole backdoor politics of everything going yeah. on because it's like people want to see this movie, and I yeah. think I think maybe once they start 
looking at the lacking numbers, maybe they'll make an executive decision and be like, oh, yeah, actually, it's coming to streaming. But yeah, we'll I, mean, see. I, I had heard I, I had heard they said like 45 days after or something, but I, I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah, well, that's usually the window uh, of most theatrical to streaming releases. So, I, I mean, I would I would probably place money on that happening because I can't see this not making a lot in the box office. Unfortunately, it's as much as I want it to. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I I didn't hear anything about like streaming hurting Halloween Kills at all. So I don't know why they didn't just like take a note out of their playbook and just like do what they did. But again, I'm sure there was some reason behind the scenes, some like stupid reason that it was just too late because yeah, it just it seems really dumb. Yeah. So um if you're a moron, it releases this Friday. <laughs> you do <laughs> You do you, boo. I'm just saying. I ain't gonna go out. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I'm I'm like so hyped for that movie. I, I really, yeah, I'm I really just do like, hope we could see. I it. just know that since I'm not going to see it in theaters, it's gonna get spoiled for me, which sucks. But I just I'm not comfortable going to the movie theater right now. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to um uh my friend Lainey, who we actually had on the show for the scream episode and mm -hmm. uh yeah even she's like i'm, I'm not fucking going yeah like, see the, so like people if people who are diehards are not like going <clears throat> out in full force then i can't imagine it's gonna make a ton of money yeah it, it, it which like, sucks because it deserves to yeah people people like my 82 year old grandma are gonna try to go see it and it's like <laughs> did you see that scream <laughs> it was really cute <laughs> like okay grandma yeah so um I yeah, guess in a similar uh, vein or genre, rather, we got that Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie coming out. Uh, oh yeah, I'm trying how to, do you feel about that? Because we I'm never talked to, about this. I'm trying to forget that it exists because I am just annoyed about every pretty much everything I've heard about it. What is it? A nef it's a Netflix movie. Right? It is. It is Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Which, first I of all, you know, it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's just like everything I've seen. I'm not excited about. I don't think visually it looks like it's going to be interesting. No. I don't think like the story looks like it's going to be interesting. So, yeah. And yeah, on top of that, it's a fucking Netflix original, which really, I mean, Netflix has made some great movies. When we, when we did our top movies of the year, like the Fear Street movies were Netflix movies and they were great. Right. But for some reason, just like seeing what I've seen of this one. It does. I'm not very excited. Yeah, I, I hope they prove me wrong, and it and I hear good things, and then I'll watch it. But it's like it, they're only making it because like whoever had the rights to the movie like lost them, and so someone else, another studio, immediately like picked it up and then made this. So it's like I, I that just that alone is enough for me to be like I have a feeling this isn't going to be good. Yeah, and I watched the trailer and it was just like a couple shots in the same house and they tried to go for like the moody lighting and I'm just like, I also, this looks bad. <laughs> another one of the things that annoys me the absolute most is that they're, I get it that they're trying to do the Halloween thing, but like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, which they're now going to say is not canon, is like genuinely one of my favorite <laughs> movies ever. And I don't think that they need to like, redo the canon of texas chainsaw massacre just like 
it, it's weird because I, I actually prefer like the 2000s when, when they were just rebooting them. Like I'd rather have that than it'd be like, oh, it's a good direct sequel to the original one from the 70s. And it's like, okay, but you're not making it visually look like it ties into that. Nothing about it is going to be that except that Halloween had success with that. So you're going to try and do that too. Yeah, it's um, it's got stink fest written all over it. <laughs> Stinky. Uh, being directed by David Blue Garcia. Man, I, prefer, I prefer David Green Garcia personally. Yeah, me too. I prefer Carlos Mencia. <laughs> if if Carlos Mencia came out tomorrow and was like, "I'm doing a Texas Chainsaw Massacre," I would probably I'd, give I'd it five that. stars. Yeah, I'd probably watch. I that. would preemptively give that five stars. <laughs> We'd review bomb Carlos Mencia's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. But as much as I know I'm not going to dig it, like I am just going to watch it when it drops because like, oh, yeah. at least it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's Netflix. Yeah. So even if it's a hate watch, I will watch it. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe Who knows? Maybe in February when we watch it and we record an episode, we'll both be like, wow, we were idiots. That was great. But well, maybe not hopeful, looking. Hope. Not, I'm not hopeful. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so speaking of, uh, we brought up Halloween. Um, provided we don't get a delay or anything later yeah. in the year, we'll see the end of the trilogy. Yeah, um, which which also I'm curious what they're going to do with the release of that, too. I mean, we don't know where they, I mean, by, you know, October, things might be completely different. So who knows? But yeah, I mean, as much as I didn't like, the the second one i'm i am looking forward to the end of the trilogy just because the main thing i didn't like about the second one was it felt too much like a like middle of a trilogy movie and like they kind of have a lot to live up to to end the the michael myers story allegedly for good so we'll see allegedly yeah allegedly (laughs) until carlos mencia gets his hands on uh yeah it, we've we've said this a million times like you just said it because the second one seems like such a middle movie i i am hoping and praying that halloween ends will actually be serviceable i i think that it has more going for it just because like if if the what we saw in the action of the second one was anything to go by we at least are going to have a badass face off between Laurie yeah, and Michael. We so, better. I, I mean, if we don't, I actually give up movies forever. I, well, yeah, that, that would be inexcusable if there is not a good, like, final showdown. I don't care if the rest of the movie is good. If that doesn't happen in a way that I like, it's going to, I'm going to give it half a star. I mean, especially, especially the way they built shit up, right? Like, Laurie trying to recover the whole time, Karen dying at the end, like the town basically going cuckoo. Like I, I like they better like that better have like a massive showdown at the end. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure that they as much as I didn't like the second one, I don't think that they're like completely incompetent, so I'm sure it'll be fine. You know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um well, speaking of Halloween ends, uh, we have Jackass Forever coming out. <laughs> uh, I actually completely forgot about that. I, that's not on my list because I forgot it was coming out. Yeah. And uh, of course, unfortunately, only in theaters. 
Yeah. So, which uh, I think it's the beginning of February, and yeah. that and with that one, I'm like, even though it's like, let's say with Scream, right? I'm upset about missing that in theaters. Like, I wouldn't be upset about missing the new Jackass. I don't think anything's gonna get spoiled, right? Like, <laughs> oh no, Steve-O took a nut shot. <laughs> the vast lore of his testicular damage is ruined for me. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I completely forgot that that's coming out, but it does look good. Good little, good little, you know, callback to how much fun those movies were. Because those were truly very fun theater experiences, seeing all those in theaters. So, yeah, I hope that, you know, in a month, I'm a little bit more comfortable going to the movies and I will go see it, but I don't know. Yeah, especially 3D, Um, because two is my favorite in the series but 3d was like just a fun experience yeah like (laughs) i remember seeing that in theaters and people were like running up and down the aisles during like it was mayhem and it was great like it's the only movie where like the crowd was crazy and it actually made the experience a lot better yeah like it made sense for the movie like everybody (laughs) was screaming laughing and like running around and it was just it was awesome (laughs) i I hope i can get that again yeah i'm curious because i know like there was that whole fucking drama with pam margera yeah so he's not in it so i i was curious to know like it because he's been now he's been radio silent i think like he went back into treatment and whatever yeah that was what i heard but like the unfortunate part is I think they had a bunch of shit filmed with him. So I wonder if like that just gets archived forever. Oh, or I if didn't it know gets that. Yeah. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't know the extent because apparently they had to have him keep signing shit. Like, could you imagine being so fucked up that you can't be in a jackass movie? I know. Like it's that, like sad, that honestly. Yeah. Mind. It's crazy. Um, because like there, there, there was a period of time, you know, way back in the early 2000s where these dudes were popping Percocets daily and, and doing <laughs> yeah. this shit. So it's like, what the fuck was Bam doing? Yeah, I guess it's it's just because now they're all clean. So like it was one of the rules that they set and he refused to follow it. So like I get why they had to cut him out. Yeah, it's unfortunate because like I grew up loving that. Loving yeah, that. So yeah. I, really I think most people's out. favorite of the Jackass crew was Bam. At least, yeah. at least suburban white boys in the 2000s, like we were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still, I still think back to like <laughs> Johnny, like trying to fuck with him with the snakes and the little caravan, and he's like jumping up, like, Ugh! like Ben was just so integral to that movement, like yeah. that, like that mid 2000s fuckboy movement, like that yeah. skater shit. And I, I just want to see him do better. That's all. Yeah, but it seems like he is, which is good. And yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, in the HBO Max Snyder cut version of of Jackass, they'll put those scenes back in. One can only hope. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Jackass, that's coming. uh, And, you know, Batman, I don't know what else more I could say. Like, I'm just hyped. Oh, for, yeah, Batman, yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is what I wanted. I wanted A24's Batman. Yeah, and, I, and I'm much. getting it. <laughs> pretty much, I love. I everybody's been talking about the Riddler, obviously, because they released like the the images of the costume. I think the costume looks awesome, so I'm really excited for that. 
I'm glad that they're going like, I mean, they've done gritty Batman a hundred times, but like this one, the Riddler costume just kind of looks like it fits the tone they're going for. Yeah. Like it actually, and what's impressive to me is to, to be able to have a villain, a prominent villain like that masked these days, um, usually doesn't happen a whole, whole lot anymore. Um, other than like some of the mainstay icons. So the fact they did this with the Riddler is actually a pretty cool choice. Um, yeah. Cause he just like, think, he looks like a regular guy who's just demented with a mask. Yeah. I think a lot of the times it's also because they get actors who are so high profile that they like either won't do a masked character or like the studio doesn't want them to do a masked character because they want to sell it on that. And uh, I mean, Paul Dano is a prominent actor, but he's not he's not selling tickets so i'm glad that they did that i think that's the problem that happens a lot now especially with the marvel movies is they get too many big actors for superhero movies and it's like you're they lose the character in the actor and it doesn't seem i'm hoping that doesn't happen with batman yeah and um and they got a lot going for it so i i really I mean, I I think um, at the very least it, it will it will satisfy and um, the basic of what it's trying to do, but I guess we'll see to what extent. Yeah, I mean, I'm never gonna complain about another Batman movie. I don't think anybody is. Yeah, no, he's just he's just he's fucking Batman. <laughs> like he, he cool. Hey, hey, babe, wake up, new Batman. <laughs> um, you know, it's another one that comes out this weekend. Uh, is the the Joel Cohen Macbeth tragedy of Macbeth with Denzel? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I am very excited for it because I love Macbeth, and this version looks really cool. I love that it's black and white, and like in the trailer, like all the visuals seem really like strange and like surreal, which I'm really excited about. Is that coming to streaming or is that just theaters? Yeah, it's theaters, and it's going to be on um apple oh okay of course the one i don't have yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell um yeah no it looks really cool and i was surprised to see that uh they were interviewing joel and and, and he was like i don't know if i could have done this with my brother and like it's kind of sad to see it's cool because it's like i'm glad that they're doing their own shit but it's also kind of sad because it re-cements the fact that they're like not a thing yeah. anymore. Now, like, did something happen? Because I don't know why. I know that they had like announced that they weren't directing movies together anymore. But was there like a reason or was it just like a creative decision that they were like, you know, we're going to do our own things? Uh, Well, you know, good question. Let's see. This article says Coen Bros split because Ethan didn't want to make movies anymore. Well, that's a pretty fair reason for them to direct movies separately. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder. Well, apparently it was amicable. So like, yeah, I mean, they're brothers. So like, it would have to be something pretty bad for them to like hate each other. They're not just like business partners. They're literally blood relatives. Yeah. And um, I, I actually still never saw the that Buster Scruggs movie. So, I didn't see that either. So I gotta give that a shot. That's crazy that that could that could potentially be their last film together. That's, yeah, and that was well, already so like curious. four years ago. I mean, this is a really interesting one because this is the first one that like Joel's directing on his own, right? 
Yeah. And since it's Shakespeare, there's not like a ton of room for like Coen Brothers isms like all their movies have. So it's a it's an interesting one to be the first one that he's doing. Like I, I'm curious how much different it will be from like a Coen Brothers movie, which a Coen Brothers movie is like a Tarantino movie or a Wes Anderson movie where it's very recognizable right off the bat. And like this, the movies in black and white, it's Shakespeare, like it's already super different than anything that they had ever done. So it'll be very interesting to watch. Yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to see like what new shit he brings to the table. Um because yeah. I because I would imagine that they'd have to have many conversations on how Joel would handle the signature style. Like maybe Ethan was like, all right, go for it. Or maybe he was like, nah, don't do that. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah well that's why it's kind of like a safe one to do i guess because it's already it's shakespeare like the story's there you don't really have to write much yeah so yeah no i'm i'm interested in that for sure um yeah i'm looking forward to that one yeah speaking of apple exclusive <laughs> we also got a uh, new scorsese killers of the flower moon uh which well i mean that's theaters too but like that's i i don't even know if there's a release date i'm pretty sure it's just the end of the year yeah there there is a few on my list that I don't even know if the release date's been announced yet. Yeah. So I guess this will be a hybrid of like this year slash possibly currently announced projects. Yeah. That might come out this year. Yeah. Um, But that one I am looking forward to um, because obviously aside from Scorsese and the cast, uh, I like that he's doing like this, epic western story yeah. um and I, I think i think like he he just it's like crime oh yeah get scorsese so like you don't even gotta worry about it uh, yeah I, I trust that it's gonna be good <laughs> yeah you, i don't need to know anything about it other than that he's directing it and i'm sure it's gonna be good yeah and well i mean i i would i would like to know if carlos mencia is in it or not um, <laughs> i think he's good. producing that one yeah i think <laughs> or says he didn't want to give him directing but he, he let him produce it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so whenever <laughs> so whenever we hear about that speaking of things that we don't know a date on i really i really hope clark's theory releases like maybe in the oh, summer yeah yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah i'm hoping for summer fall release on that yeah, I'm surprised we haven't got like a trailer or anything for that yet, but maybe we'll get one this winter. I do be needing that clerks. I got to got to see Jersey, bro. Got to see Got to see the clown. <laughs> uh one of the other ones that I had on my list that also doesn't have a release date yet is the the Elvis biopic that's supposed to come out this year. Mm. It's uh Baz Luhrmann's directing it. Tom Hanks is in it, not as Elvis. Um but, I wish. <laughs> yeah, they the when I looked it up, it's the tentative release date was June, but most places don't have a release date listed. But I am just a big Elvis fan, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm surprised we haven't seen an Elvis biopic before, but I mean it's Baz Luhrmann who's got like this super distinct visual style so i'm sure it'll be if nothing else at least an interesting like take on elvis i mean come on wasn't bubba hotep the bio <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> yeah no we actually we have um 
we have a couple biopics coming out. Uh, we have a Whitney, we have a Whitney Houston one coming out, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have a couple more. I'm trying to think of biopics have just been like gaining more and more popularity in the past like five years yeah i know that um there's that one movie called babylon coming out i i don't know if it's i don't know if it's explicitly a biopic but it does star i think it's more hang on let me look this up i think it's is it margot robbie yeah margot robbie's playing clara bow interesting who's a silent film star so i'm i'm interested to know what the hell this is about but yeah i remember reading about this i'm like huh that's a I mean, after loving Tick, Tick, Boom so much, like I'll watch any biopic, even if it's about someone who I have no idea who they are. Because, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't even know there was a biopic when I watched it. So, yeah, I, I have um, I have a, give ve- them a chance. I have very much a love hate relationship with biopics. It's like it's one of my favorite subgenres of movies but it's also it's so hit or miss there's a lot of stinky ones yeah <laughs> like uh like I, i've joked about this one before but that bud and lou one mm-hmm. the abbott and costello was fucking yeah. awful plus um, you said that that recent one the ricardo's one wasn't very good yeah it was it, it, I, w- I wish they did a little more with that one but uh you know it was a good one in recent years stan and ollie that was uh that was one of the best ones I've seen in the past 20 years. Okay, I haven't f- seen that. Yeah, and you and you hear John C. Riley is Oliver Hardy, and you're like, what? How <laughs> does that work? And like even my dad loved it. He didn't even recognize yeah. him. He yeah, like, you forget John C. Riley is in a lot of serious good movies. Like he he's mostly known and probably will always be known for the Will Farrell movies, but like Unlike Will Ferrell, he's like an actual actor other than like his comedy roles. And it's very easy to forget that. But he he's he's good. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for him to uh, be in the Elvis biopic. You know, he's they should have Elvis. <laughs> See, that would actually be pretty funny casting. <laughs> although you can't actually. It would. Although you can never separate that from walk hard like it, it yeah, would be true. it would be it'd be too much <laughs> like yeah you know. they have in the elvis one it's it's austin butler who was um he played tex watson in once upon a time in hollywood that's pretty much his only like notable role oh cool okay yeah it doesn't really look anything like elvis but uh that doesn't really matter <laughs> nowadays they can make they can make him look like elvis i guess well yeah i mean a, a, a lot of them well a lot of biopics these days usually end up being like these very specific period pieces mm-hmm. like like with stan and ollie it was explicitly about their last london shows with being the ricardos it was about the isle of lucy episode surrounding like the red scare with um yeah with all these biopics it's usually like just one blip in time so maybe with the elvis one they're only exploring like before he rose to prominence yeah. I, I don't know i have yeah, no I don't idea know. you're you're so right though that's yeah. true like every so many biopics except for a few of them <clears throat> aren't really like full biographies anymore it's just like a small period of someone's life like the steve jobs one was like that tick tick boom was like that yeah uh i assume mank was like that but i didn't see it 
Uh, yeah, um, yeah, Mank was pretty much. And like then that too. there's some that aren't like the the um, what the fuck are they called? Bohemian Rhapsody. That was kind of about like the whole history of Queen. It wasn't necessarily one particular time. And yeah, I that was one of my least favorite of the modern biopics. So I think I like the like snapshot in time approach better, especially Elvis. Like we know Elvis. I don't need to hear his backstory. Like he's one of the most famous people that's ever existed. So it'd be more interesting to get like an intimate small section of his life as opposed to like a big giant epic about start to finish his career. Yeah, I all I could hope for is that they they <laughs> I, I I really hope they don't do this, but I low-key hope that they just they shoehorn in a scene where he accidentally stumbles upon his love for fool's gold sandwiches. Like, <laughs> like, oh no, I accidentally cooked the bacon near the peanut butter and jelly. Oh mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the whole stick of butter went into the pan. <laughs> oh man uh, yeah no i i'll i will literally eat that up i will watch yeah. that biopic yeah so that's an sure. interesting one but yeah that's all, that's all of my all my serious uh movies i guess unless well obviously the northman's on here oh man yeah the that Northman. one i'm very excited about Let, I, that, I would say of all the ones i listed that's probably the one i'm looking forward to the most yeah, um, I would say that and Disappointment Boulevard, the new Ari Aster movie, are. are oh, like, is that supposed are, to come out this year? I didn't even yeah. realize that. Yeah, it's oh, supposed okay. to come that, out in April. That would yeah. have been on my list if I had realized. Which the Northman's also April, so that's. Yeah, um, which like for years we have wanted new Eggers and Aster, and in a few months we get both of them. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy because they're two guys who have made two movies each right yeah two movies uh, each. yeah yeah and both both of them both of their movies have been massive like cultural events like those movies have had such an impact that it's crazy that they've only made two movies i know which it, which is it, it's exciting to to see what the future looks like and with these two coming out i hope it just further propels that hype and yeah. we're just like, give me more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Northman looks like it's like what Robert Eggers has been like building towards because it's the first movie he's doing that's like this big movie. Whereas like the lighthouse and the witch are both like super contained small movies, like single location, very small cast. And like this is like this big epic movie that I just I think he's gonna nail it i'm very excited about it oh yeah it, it's the, the i have no doubt in my mind about that like it's yeah. gonna be fucking good i know for the longest time people were talking about him doing uh like a nosferatu remake i don't know i, I don't know if that just got like pushed aside or whatever but i would be excited to see that from him too but this looks awesome and i'm very excited to see vikings on the big screen yeah, I, I I think that I think those he still wants to do. I think he just needed to do this first. But yeah, it's probably in some kind of like development hell bullshit like that always happens. Yeah, but give me give me more Vikings. You know, I I don't I don't want I don't want that Thor shit. I mean, I do. Yeah, which is another There's, movie coming out this year. That's true. Yeah, the new Thor. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, a fucking ton of superhero movies that are supposed to come out this year. Oh of yeah, DC and Marvel. 
yeah um we got that we got uh we got the new spider verse <laughs> Oh, we got we got we got we got dc league super pets we got <laughs> we got see um yeah no there there's a lot a lot of shit coming out yeah we got the new we got the new uh black panther um, yeah we got yeah we, there's a ton of shit got dr strange um we yes. we have we dr have... strange thor a marvels um uh aquaman the new Aquaman, the Flash, Black Adam. I feel like I'm missing one. But yeah, the oh, and um the animated Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Verse 2. So it's yeah. just like a ton of superhero movies this year because DC finally was like, oh, let's let's release some movies. Oh, and the Batman too, which is a little bit of a different kind of superhero movie, but yeah, it's tons of superhero movies this year. Yeah, and and I I did not put this on my list, but I will note that this is the year that we supposedly and finally will see Avatar too. Not that oh, yeah. I give a shit about that, but I, at this point, I'm like, wow. I mean, when was the first one? 2009. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and um, and obviously, people have made sequels to movies longer than that, but like, I feel like we had heard that it was coming for yeah. years and years <laughs> well, they, I remember years. at one point they were like, oh, there's going to be like five sequels. Yeah. They're gonna, and they're going to be on all different planets. Like there were so many rumors about sequels, like right after Avatar actually came out and then they just never happened. And now it's been so many years later and they're finally making it. It's like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'll watch it. It's just a weird time to finally come back to that. <laughs> Yeah, and you you know what's crazy too is like, um, I I I think that like in the in the first the first movie because of like technologically where it stood, the budget was close to two hundred fifty million, and then in in the sequel it's it's like the same amount of money. Which, yeah, that's a lot of money. But I'm actually surprised that James because look, let, let's put it this way. At this point, James Cameron is kind of sniffing his own farts, right? So like <laughs> I, I figured at this point he was gonna try to like get 500 million for each of these movies. Um, but I, I can't really see the I can't tell you one damn thing that happened in the first one. I, I don't yeah. think anyone could quote the movie. I only know things about it because of the, the Disney parks ride that's super popular now. Because it's a great ride, but like outside of that, I yeah, I couldn't even tell you the names of the characters. Yeah, it, and it's, it's like that. I mean, I guess I haven't seen it like in a long time, but I don't even remember. Does that end with like, is it open to sequels? I guess it must be right if they had these planned, but like that was that's a pretty like start to finish movie. Like, I don't think it's. I, I I don't know. It, it, at this point, it doesn't even matter. Like, true. like we said with, with yeah, Fresh Prince, it's just inevitable. So I guess you're right. Although I do, I still every time I think of Avatar, I still think about that fucking video of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger announcing the premiere of it, and he's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Abu Dhabi." <laughs> And it, just, it gets me every time. Like it's... I remember they premiered the trailer for Avatar during the Super Bowl the year that it came out. And it was like a 
really big deal that this trailer came out. That's all I remember about like the pre-release stuff from Avatar. And I remember liking it. Like it was, it was fine. It was a good movie. Do I think about it ever other than when I'm in Disney World because they have an entire section of the park themed after it? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Spe- speaking of uh, speaking of that, though, remember remember the the Super Bowl shadow drop of the Cloverfield Paradox? Yeah, I never even watched that movie because I heard it, it was terrible. It was bad. It Ten was- Cloverfield Lane, though fantastic love that that's my favorite one and it doesn't even really have to deal with the monster (laughs) Uh, i never watched it although i do think it was cool that they released it that way i i like like we said before i like a surprise like release because it's just like yeah i don't have to sit and it's i don't have to hear a movie is announced for four years from now it's just like i wasn't anticipating this but now that it's here cool yeah, and so, it, it, it was cool the way they revealed it because I remember watching the Super Bowl and there was a commercial. It was just like, and after the Super Bowl, the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. And Netflix. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then I watched <laughs> it with my dad, and I'm like, hey, dad, do you uh, do you smell shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the TV. Yeah, no, it was it was fucking bad. Was yeah. So bad. Oh, you know what was the other superhero movie? <clears throat> uh, Morbius. That's the other one I'm thinking of with Jared Leto. Yeah. I, I... I'm so mixed on being interested in that movie. I, I like. I feel the same way. I want to, but like, first of all, it's Jared Leto, and I've always been lukewarm on him. And second yeah. of all, it's like, yeah, it kind of takes place in the Spider-Man universe, yeah. but not really. I mean, look, it's very clearly Sony <laughs> being like, all right, what characters do we got the rights to make the movie? R- right. Um, but, but like the 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 basics of what i understand about the story seem interesting but i don't really think that's something i'm going to rush to see and it just got delayed for like the fifth time so it's yeah. like all right whatever yeah i'll see In it when theory, i see it. the idea of a vampire superhero is cool it's just i find it hard to really like care I'm 100% not going to see that in theaters. Even if there was no COVID, I probably would not see that. So yeah, I just wouldn't really pay money to see that. It's <laughs> just not really on my radar for things that I'm like rushing out to see. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, movies, you know. Yeah, I have two more on my list of anticipated movies. One of them is is Uncharted because I think that that looks really cool. It doesn't look like it's going to be anything groundbreaking or incredible but it looks like it's going to be a fun like adventure movie yeah uh i i've always been i've always been a far away fan of the uncharted series i i like the games i respect them i've seen people play them a bunch of times i played the first one a little bit and when i saw tom holland got got casted for this i was like wow that's that's interesting like i i didn't really think he would be in a movie like this but um, I, I think that we need we definitely need adaptations like that because like Uncharted, I think, would lend itself to a decent one because it's not like inherently this story. You got to stick very specifically to the script. This is like a like a thief action adventure movie like you could give it any name you wanted. Right. And it could fit. And to me, that's like a fundamentally important part of having a functional film is like can you take what's going on and give it a different name? 
mm-hmm. like, like especially in the context of that so yeah I'm, yeah I'm excited to check that out yeah i mean i've never played an uncharted game so i have no i have no like context going in but just like the trailer reminded me of like an indiana jones or like the mummy type movie and i love adventure movies like that so i was like all right cool i'll, I'll go see this because yeah. it, it's honestly rare that they make adventure movies nowadays like they make action movies they make superhero movies but like a straight up like adventure movie like indiana jones or the mummy is pretty hard to come by nowadays so it's kind of cool to see that again yeah it's it, it definitely will be fun that is interesting yeah that we don't get a lot of genuinely decent adventure oriented mm-hmm. movies but yeah. yeah and yeah i i think uh casting tom holland is very much a like recency bias casting like they cast him because people will go see a tom holland movie there's he does from what i've seen of the games he doesn't really look anything like the character or like embody him in any way because tom holland's kind of like a dork but yeah he he does not scream nathan drake at all like yeah. he, he just doesn't but yeah it, it'll be interesting yeah. yeah i mean i don't know who i would cast personally because like i said i haven't played the games but just like seeing bits and pieces um it seems like they kind of need someone a little bit more like rough, but who knows? Maybe he'll be good. I mean, we haven't seen Tom Holland really in a role like that. So he might be awesome. And we just are too like biased thinking of him as Spider-Man. They should, they should have casted fat Russell Crowe for the role or Carlos Mencia or Carlos Mencia. Yeah. Everything comes <laughs> circles back to Mencia. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, well, obviously, the only, the only other one I have is is Jordan Peele's new movie. Nope. I, w- I was just going to say that. Which, um, yeah, that comes out in July. That's the last one I, I have on my list. Yeah, I I know. I know the movie will be better than the title. Uh, yeah, I mean, we know nothing <laughs> about it and I'm still excited for it. Yeah, it's a new Jordan Peele. And it looks like it's going to be. Based on that poster, it looks like it's going to take place like around a carnival or a festival. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for me, I know not everybody loved us, but for me, he's two for two in great movies. And oh, yes, yeah. I, I assume this is going to be a horror movie because he's only made horror movies, but I'm, I'm, I have high hopes for it. I'm going in with pretty high expectations. Now, I know your real anticipated release is Sonic 2. I mean, honestly. Oh no, I'm actually excited for Sonic. I loved the first Sonic movie. I forgot that that was coming out too. No, I I am I am unironically and legitimately excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. The first Sonic movie was great. Yeah, I was not expecting to love it that much. Yeah, same. (laughs) Um, and it looks like they're actually tying shit from some of the games into it, like Mm. like the the whole Knuckles and the background of the Chaos Emerald, and like that's. That's cool. And of course, now I'm going to have to stare at the screen and listen to Idris Elba's voice and get hard <laughs> in the theater. Um, but it, it's it's uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, I didn't expect that I was going to be that excited about, but I really am. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I think the Sonic like franchise deserves a good adaptation because it's a great series. Yeah, so it's and, good that they're doing it justice. Yeah. And talk about great casting like Ben Schwartz is just He's a great Sonic. Like, obviously, I love um, uh, Roger Craig Smith, but it, sometimes recasting is for the best. It yeah. is, and in unfortunately, this case, it is. yeah, unfortunately, the state of 
voice acting in blockbuster movies is that it has to be a celebrity or someone that is recognizable. But yeah, he does a really great job. Yeah, and I would say 99% of the time, I usually side with the original voice actor. Oh, yeah. But this is like the one case I'm like, oh, yeah, Ben Schwartz fucking rocks. Like, he can do the voice. Yeah, this is unrelated to Sonic because I do like him as Sonic. But yeah, I personally am not a fan of the that trend. Like, I I think it's like kind of killing like the voice acting industry. Like, yeah, people are it's not so easy to just like be a voice actor like voice acting is its own skill and there are people who are really good at it and unfortunately nowadays it's just like just get chris pratt to do it people like him and that kind of sucks because i think it doesn't do justice to like the art of voice acting video games are really the thing i feel like that keeps it alive right now oh yeah for sure um i think the biggest fucking case of nepotism in in the industry is madagascar i mean <laughs> you look at that cast it's all right you could argue chris rock would be good for a role like that but other than that you have david schwimmer yeah why you have ben stiller <laughs> you have sacha baron cohen you have jada pinkett smith like they're not really in this yeah. are they like, yeah unfortunately really like the only the last i'm trying to think of the last time that they really like used actual voice actors in like a big movie it it's like gotta be back to like like 90s disney movies or something because even you go back to like shrek like that's all celebrity voice actors like it's really like the lion king maybe was the last time that they got actual voice actors to do voice roles and yeah and and, and, well well luckily these days it trickles through like with the new space jam movie you know, they got Eric Bauza to do Bugs and, and Marvin and um, and uh, obviously uh, Bob Bergen is tenured into doing Porky Pig because no one can do it as good as him. <laughs> so like sometimes you get prolific voice actors doing shit here and there. But yeah, you're right. Like in the in the 90s, it was like that 80s, 90s. Forget about it. like even video games like. Um, yeah. Like one of my favorite N64 games is Clay Fighter 63 and a third. And that voice cast had fucking Rob Paulson. Tress McNeil, Charlie Adler, Jess Harnell, like Jim Cummings, like like that. That's just when they all dominated mm-hmm. the 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 biosphere of yeah. acting. And yeah, these and days it's like I don't want to just hear David Schwimmer's voice, like <laughs> stupid voice. Like, like like I want somebody <laughs> to actually embody the role. Yeah, yeah, and it's still alive in video games. It's still alive in animated TV shows, but like. Yeah. Big blockbuster animated movies, unfortunately, they just like will not. I don't see them going back to getting actual voice actors anytime soon. It's just going to be people are going to see this because Justin Timberlake does one of the voices or something like that, which is unfortunate. Justice for the voice acting industry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and then there's some projects that actually get the point, like the new reboot of X Men 97 that's reusing the whole voice cast and it's like man like that's the shit that we need obviously like whoever is not around who was running the show but like i i want more shit like that like you know like what they did with animaniacs and shit mm-hmm. although tom ruger was no longer the showrunner but either way it's yeah i need i want more of that yeah but yeah not to detract from sonic because i do i am very excited for it it's just fuck yeah 
tan- tangent to the side <laughs> about yeah. voice acting, but yeah, Sonic is definitely one I'm looking forward to. I forgot that that was coming out this year. Oh, well, actually, we we totally just skipped a huge example of what we're talking about. That also releases this year is the Mario movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that is the biggest yeah, example I mean, of what we're yeah. talking about. I mean, Chris Pratt. Charlie Chris Pratt Day. is the face so- of celebrity voice actors taking roles that should be for voice actors yeah and and like i i have no doubt that some of them could do a, an okay job like like i think jack black as bowser would probably be funny um kevin kevin michael richardson is like the only real voice actor on there and he's playing kamek and charles martinet is signed on to the movie but in an undisclosed role so like I'm wondering who the fuck he's gonna be. Yeah, well it's funny because it's it kind of like flipped on how it used to be. Like in the '90s, it was like okay, it's all voice actors, and then Robin Williams is gonna be the genie, and there'll be one famous person doing one role. Now it's everybody is a celebrity, and maybe like one or two is like an actual voice actor. Yeah, I think unfortunately, and not not to defend it, I think I think the reason that it's more that case now is because I think studios want to be safe and they're afraid to take oh yeah big budget risk because if Definitely. they because if they cast voice actors that they might be prolific in their career but they might not have a triple a name the studios might fear it not, might not draw in enough attention but like yeah of course it's bullshit but unfortunately from a business standpoint I could kind of understand. Oh yeah it. of course yeah. yeah the movies are gonna make more money when Chris Pratt is the voice there's no doubt about that. It's just unfortunate that that's how it is. Yeah, really, really selling the Italian name there, Chris. <laughs> um, I cannot wait to see when they finally release a trailer for that because I just like I can't even picture it in my head. Of I can't even Mario. <laughs> I can't either. I I'm trying to fucking. <laughs> hey, it's it's me, Mario. <laughs> well, it's just gonna be weird. It's just gonna be really weird. But yeah, is that supposed to come out this year or are they still the like, very making... end of the year, like oh, okay. like December something, like December 21st or 22nd or interesting. Yeah, Who knows? that might get delayed too. Uh yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean the I advantage feel like everything gets delayed. Well, the advantage there is like they don't need people to really coordinate, like since it's being voice acted, they could just be in their home and do it. So true. So maybe it won't get delayed. I mean, it depends on the I'd say it depends on the animation, but with all the fucking CG they do these days, it's yeah, it's kind of copy paste models. So now I am hoping that that will be a full CG animated movie and not like Sonic. Sonic works that it's CG and live action, but I feel like Mario, like the whole like vibe of the Mario games is like the environments and the colors and everything that like if they try and do like a Sonic or Detective Pikachu thing, I think it's going to be terrible. So I hope they don't do that. I don't think they will only because based on the cast they revealed, I mean, none of them exist. So it's like, I'm hoping that it is just CG. Yeah, I hope so. Um, But yeah, I I think that covers it. I I will say I'm I'm interested also in in the Lightyear movie. Um, only because I'm like a diehard Toy Story fan. I, yeah, 
that's another one i feel like weird about like what is the what is yeah this movie? I, it, <laughs> we're getting an in-universe buzz lightyear movie like what <laughs> yeah and it, it does feel weird but like i i did grow up loving that universe so i'm i'm, I'm, I'm sure i'll watch enjoy it. parts odd, of it. yeah yeah but yeah, i'm trying to look now oh you know what else is coming out two tom cruise movies the new the top gun which was supposed to come out like three years ago oh yeah, yeah. top gun maverick and um yet another mission impossible movies coming out this year <laughs> i haven't seen like any of them <laughs> yeah but I, I like as much as i don't like him as a person i i do still find it impressive that he insists on doing his own stuff oh yeah i mean like i wish i didn't know anything about him as a person because he's a good actor and he's in good movies it's yeah. just that I can't get past the fact that he is who he is. I, I know. Um, there is one other movie I was looking forward to. Uh, have you heard of The Black Phone? Oh, yes. The the Joe Hill one. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that one. That one seems like it'll be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that that's coming out. I love Joe Hill. His books are great. And uh, all the adaptations of his work that I've seen, I've really liked. So I'm looking forward to that, too. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see Ethan Hawke do something like that. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke is like the most hit or miss actor for me. Like sometimes he's in incredible movies and then sometimes he's in just horrendous movies. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a good serial killer romp for the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Oh, the, uh, the non-Johnny Depp fantastic beasts movie comes out this year oh yeah you know i i haven't i really would like to because i've i've seen all the harry potters but i I haven't really kept up with the fantastic beast series they're Uh, fine like i i would approach them as if they were like a harry potter like spinoff like mini series or something because that's kind of what they feel like and they're fine they're not like you're not gonna watch them and be like that was incredible like i I loved it. It's just like, yeah, that was fine. It was good. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I'm going to see it. It's just, I'm not like excited for it. Yeah. Um, I, Same I, goes for Jurassic Park that comes out this year. Yeah. I know. I'll the only that, cool thing but, with that yeah. is that it's Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum are going to be in it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's, see, that's moi. That's, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. That's what's and, up. Oh, what about the new Minions movie? We didn't talk about Minions, The Rise of Gru. That <laughs> title <laughs> makes me want to vomit. <laughs> Rise oh, of Gru. Yeah, and based on the picture, based on the image in this Man. article I'm looking at, it's Baby Gru. Rise He's like a little Gru. kid. No way. Yes, sir. Oh my God. Move aside, boss baby. <laughs> the movie of the century oh my god look at baby crew i don't understand so like all right walk me through the cinematic universe of minions there's, i cannot there's <laughs> i have seen the first despicable me and that's it so there's three so aren't there three despicable me's and then there's two and then there's, minions yeah okay yeah. the cinematic universe is pretty deep can you imagine people still wanting minions movies <laughs> some little kid is very excited to see the rise of Gru. Yeah, and that kid is Carlos Mencia. <laughs> oh God. 
I will cap this by saying that I I'm curious in that new Pinocchio. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I was gonna say also, it doesn't have a release date, but it's expected this year as the Knives Out sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I do not know what they're gonna do with that, but from what I've heard, they're doing like Daniel Craig's character is gonna be the same, but then it's gonna be like a different case. Which that sounds cool. I hope that's what they're actually doing. Yeah, the the fucking cast for that movie looks insane. Yeah, yeah, Batista's in it. Like, let, let me, Ethan let me, Hawk is in that. Too. Yeah, let me, let me see what they're up to in, in the in the cast list because that because I remember there was like weeks where we kept getting announcements. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Daniel Craig, obviously, Madeline Klein, Catherine Hahn, Jessica Henwick, Dave Batista, Kate Hudson, Edward Norton. Uh, Janelle Monet, Leslie Odom Jr., Jada Pinkett Smith, Ethan Hawke. Uh, there's definitely more than that. Hang on. Yeah, there, there's definitely more. There's. You know what? Else? Is it supposed to come out this year? When is that? Hold on. Oh no, never mind. It's coming out next year. I was thinking of the um, the Oppenheimer movie, the the Nolan Christopher Nolan's movie. I thought that was supposed to be this year, but it's next year. Oh, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I like I'm at the point where I just I do not like him as a person and he's pretentious. Like, yeah, he, def- his, he definitely his, his movies. His movies are look at the one thing I could do now. Watch yeah. it again. It's yeah. like so I'm done with it. <laughs> going back to Pinocchio, that's mm. going to be animated, right? Or is it live action? I think. Well, actually, I think there are two Pinocchio projects coming oh, out. Oh, because I'm talking about the Guillermo del Toro one. Yes. So there's one coming out. Yes. So there's the Zemeckis. Uh, oh, my God. That's Zemeckis. Oh, he's doing one, too. Holy shit. I had no idea. So that one is live action computer animated. So it's like the hybrid. And then okay. and then del Toro uh, is del Toro straight up like the like the nightmarish one he's doing or is it like i think is his it? is fully animated but i that's all i don't know much about it and it doesn't have a release date yet so yeah see that one because i hear that that one is supposed to be like more faithful but i don't know like i mean at this point i'll pretty much watch anything guillermo del toro does so yeah i yeah me too <laughs> i don't i do not care what he adapts i'm gonna watch it so yes which also i want to i still want to see his movie that for the studio for some reason like buried in the releases of releasing it the same week as spider-man um uh nightmare alley me too man i still want to see that i don't know why they released it when they did that was literally the stupidest thing they could have ever done and it feels like they did it out of spite. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it's a it's Somebody's a neo noir by Del Toro. Yeah, someone's like, mad at Del Toro. Yeah, for sure. Porky Emerald. Fuck movies. <laughs> Fuck movies. Let's watch Salem's Lot. That's a oh, thing. Did you see also that that Pixar movie, uh, Turning Red? They moved it to a Disney Plus release, and people were really upset about it. That I saw an article today from Variety that said, "Why, why is big, why is Disney Pixar putting movies directly to streaming?" I'm like, "Go outside, (laughs) 
for I a minute. literally was reading like I kept seeing like you know how on Twitter it'll say like the topic like movies and you'll get like a random tweet I kept seeing ones of people complaining about that movie being moved to streaming and I wanted to scream it like, was making my blood boil <laughs> like it just like it, it do you live me, under a rock yeah it baffles me like oh why are they why are they <laughs> It's, it's, it's the also same like fucking idiots that were like tenants got to come out in theaters can't come out at home also what makes me laugh is it's not like it's a new toy story like it's a first of all have you even be honest with me did you even know of this movie's existence until those articles came out no exactly <laughs> i didn't did. either so like are we really upset about that or are you just being an entitled piece of shit right the now? thing too is like like i will probably watch it now because i can watch it at home like did you? I was not going to go to the theaters and see Luca. I would not have seen Luca if it did not come out on Disney Plus. Yeah, but it did, so I watched it. And like this, like I just feel like again, not to go off on a tangent again about movies being released in theaters only, but like I feel like the people complaining are the people who don't have anybody in their life that there is like immunocompromised or like in any sort of danger from COVID, so they just like don't understand why anybody would possibly not want to go to a movie theater right now and it's like i can't just go to a movie theater like i have people in my life that i care about that i don't want to get covid like yeah i'm vaccinated and i'm boosted and i'm not super worried about my health being like drastically affected but at the same time i also don't want covid (laughs) yeah like i don't want it either even on top of the fact that i have people in my life that are immunocompromised that i don't want to like spread covid to because I had to go see a Pixar movie. <laughs> like, I also don't want COVID. <laughs> yeah. It's just so, like, I just don't get it. As, as, aside from the, from the, from the obviousness of the situation. Um, let's, re- let's remove COVID for a second. I think, I think it's a great thing that these movies go to streaming because if you look at the target demographic, it's usually kids that want to see these movies. So, Isn't it great that parents who deal with a tremendous amount of stress don't have to try to get the kids dressed, try to get the kids in the car, try to get the kids to the theater, try to pay, pay like at least $40, try to get the kids to shut the fuck up during the movie and then bring them home. Is it like, I think that's a great convenience that these students are offering to consumers. Like it's, it's to me, it's win, win, win. Mm-hmm. I do not see yeah. issues with it. I've felt that way before COVID. If I could watch a movie at home, I always prefer to watch it at home. It's a more comfortable environment. I can pause it if I got to go to the bathroom. Like, yeah, there's things I love about going to a movie theater. But to say that the, a movie is not good unless you see it in a theater, that means that the movie's not good. It has nothing to do with the experience of watching it. Like, AKA I, very, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. I'm very happy I got to see No Way Home in theaters because it was right before like the big like surge happened again. But like I I could have watched it at home and enjoyed it, too. It's just I just yeah, I don't get the people that are like so upset about movies being moved to streaming. I, I think that it's inevitable that we're moving towards that being how movies are released anyway, because I don't think that it's going to be like this forever. I think people at some point are going to stop going to movie theaters very often. And COVID was just like the big, like fast forward button on that. So 
obviously they've made it work. Like it's not like studios are losing tons of money on these streaming movies. Like, and I think more people are going to watch them. So if you, especially someone like Disney, who I know makes a lot of fucking money on like their merchandising and stuff. Like I said, I would not, I still would not have seen Luca if it did not come out on streaming. And because it did, I actually saw it and more people watched that movie because it came out on streaming. And so like, I get it that theaters are good. And like, I don't want like the movie theater industry to die. Cause I like going to the movies, but I also am not going to ignore the fact that COVID is happening again right now. Like it's bad. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's there's so much selfishness and entitlement. Like, yeah. dude, it's Pixar's turning red. Like, is this the hill you're gonna <laughs> die on? Is this the movie that's gonna you're gonna kill your grandma with? Like, there's Pixar's turning red. There's certainly must be something better in your <laughs> life to fight for than this. There certainly must be. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, but I agree with everything you said. Like, it, yeah, it's, it, but it's anyway. Smarter. Movie the only song. other movie that I completely forgot is coming out that we didn't mention is the mo- the Nick Cage movie, the one where he plays himself. Oh, yeah, like the super meta one. Yeah, yeah, the unbearable weight of massive talent. That's the only one that I've seen that I uh, forgot about. Yeah, man. I mean, I've been loving this Cage renaissance we're having. I- I've loved everything he's put out so far. So yeah. I'm excited. Me too. I want this to be his being John Malkovich. <laughs> yo that would be cool that would that i think if anyone off the top of my head deserves that i think it would be kate. it's him yeah yeah all right is there any other movies that we didn't mention i don't, I don't nope, they all any. suck they also they're all bad so it really doesn't matter but i mean that's like what i was looking forward to i i don't know i'm sure there's more that will like we'll figure out but yeah oh there's that new hellraiser I'll watch that. I think that's coming out on streaming too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they haven't made a good Hellraiser movie in like a very long time. So (laughs) my hopes are not high, but I will watch it. Oh, sure. I mean, you can't, you can't ignore the legacy of these names. Like it's just, it's like, ah, fuck it. I know it'll probably not be good, but yeah, yeah. I don't have the expectations for that, that I do of like scream, but I'll watch it. Yeah, of course. (sighs) Rip scream. Carlos men scream you see it in four months when it comes out yeah <laughs> it's on peacock oh god make way the office my dementia is coming to peacock <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i think that's all i got for anticipated movies yeah i think uh i think i retract my entire list and they all suck and uh that's that's it and uh pixar's turning red Disney Plus only. Yeah, this honestly, this episode sponsored by <laughs> this not- episode sponsored by Red Pilled Incels. <laughs> Go on Twitter and bitch about turning red. <laughs> oh man, I'm on. <laughs> anyway, this has been another episode of the Silver Screen Fiends podcast. I've been Sam. I've been Blake. And hopefully next episode, we won't have to talk about the next Pixar movie being <laughs> sent to Disney+. Plus. Yep. Yeah, but uh, Turning Red podcast now forever. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, anyway, uh, good morning, good evening, good night, all of you, especially Carl's Mencia. 
Yeah, shout out to Carlos Mencia. Yeah, dude, just apologize for stealing jokes. Just, just do it. <laughs> I forgive him. He doesn't need to apologize. Yeah, I already forgave him. <laughs> All right. Bye bye.